rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What the hell is up? Hello, everyone. What the hell is up with my camera? It's okay. That's just my face nowadays. Yeah, this is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. It is blurry behind me. It's the fucking camera. I don't know. Whatever. It's supposed to be fancy, I guess. Is that what it is? Yeah. I'll leave it. I don't want to start messing with shit. Um, yeah, thank you for hanging out. I see. It was great, actually, when I just started the show and I, st- I saw the the chat room start filling up. And, it, and I, you know what? I have to tell you guys i love you i absolutely love you can i can i love as many people in the chat room as i can i can love you all i really i mean it, I just let me take that second and and thank you for being a part of this show and keeping me going and keeping the real liberal media you know in the game so thank you so much and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get caught in my, uh, caught in this, this loop of, of love. But when we have so much, so many Republicans to talk about. <laughs> Thank you, Winston. We love you back, Tara. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we're in this together. So it makes all the difference that you're, you're here and we're at the barricades together. So, All right, let's, um, and thank you, Ed, and thank you, Jonathan, and, of course, Jim, with your super chat right out of the gate. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ed. Thank you so much, guys. And I know that there will be more people joining us. But, anyway, we have a lot to talk about, and, um, yeah, that's why. I I try to do a show every, yeah, we need a bigger futon, right? (laughs) Yes, that's lovely. Enough for all of us and the cats. And hello, Stephanie. Love you, too. I see you there. I see you, girl. So, uh, let's see. Well, if we, you know, we generally have our show on Friday evenings from 6 to 8 p.m. Well, what am I saying? That's the old time. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, in that vicinity. And the show is rebroadcast on Progressive Voices. We're also everywhere else you could imagine. Every, you know, the, the usual places, but also on some unusual places like rockfin.com. You have to be uh, invited on there. So the show is there. And that's, that's a good thing. And also on APS Radio News, which is a newest, our newest, uh, I don't know if it is it an affiliate is that what you call it well um we are being carried over on APS radio news and I'm very happy to be a part of the APS radio news uh repertoire so if you can please support the our sponsors especially APS radio news because Charlie is a great guy and yeah that's what we need we need to support each other so Thank you, uh, thank you all for do yeah doing what I say. Just do just do what I ask. Don't even don't think about it. Just do it. That's kind of the. I mean, that's a lot in my in my daily life. I use that. I just don't think. Do it. You know, like when I feel like going to the gym or don't feel like it, I try to say just don't think about it and just do it. Do it. All right. Um, 
let's see. We have a lot to talk about. Um, let's go, let me. I, I'm sure I'll do some more plugs when I can figure it out. Oh yeah. Oh well, of course, Patreon, right? You got to become if you can become a patron. You know what I should do? I should like. I think there's a way. I know I keep getting emails about it from YouTube to to make. I don't know, memberships on YouTube, like all these things I have to do that might help boost the show. Cause if somebody doesn't want to become a patron, maybe they feel more comfortable doing a YouTube thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, thank you, Stephanie. Very nice with your super chat and your cute emoji. So I have to, uh, yeah, thank you so much. That's what's going to keep us going and grow. I mean, these are the practical realities of what, has to happen and uh yeah what else what else i feel like i'm forgetting something that's why i'm kind of like thinking here but let's see this country jonathan says on the chat this country is so divided i wish you could stop arguing and be together i i agree um it's not about is it arguing though you see how can we get together with people who think that you're not sharing the same realities. This is the problem. And the problem is, uh, I've said it for years, it's, well, we have the money and politics problem, which is also related, but it is the media. The media in this country is why we're so divided. And there's, it's, I feel like I've seen the matrix. You know, I took the red pill and I see, um, I see the, you know, the, like the people pulling the string, it's really, it, it really does come down to greed and it's not, you know, there's no, um, pedophile ring in the basement of a pizzeria that doesn't have a basement. It's the same old, same old we've been battling for years, for generate, for decades, for millennia. It is money. The power of organized money, as FDR said, is just as dangerous as the power of, of organized mob. And they will, uh, I mean, they own the media. So we went from over 50 media companies in the country to six transnational corporations that uh, own everything. They own a cross-pollination of ownership, which was not allowed before the Telecommunications Act, before Clinton signed the Telecommunications Act. And so it's um, a matter of, if see, I would, I you know, it's not about um, getting together with people who think, you know, we're a bunch of pedophiles when they're, you know, actually literally running pedophiles, you know, they really, the Republicans have no plan. And this is why, I mean, I, I named tonight's show because thinking about the, the Senate election in Georgia and they keep saying, well, what will the Republicans take from this loss? What are they going to take from it? They're going to take the that um they need to destroy democracy even more that's what they learn they don't learn that they need to appeal to uh or maybe that you know this this uh effing divide and conquer strategy where they're you know i mean going after targeted minority groups um maybe that maybe people are sick of that shit 
You know, they, that's a choice that the Republicans take all the time. They, they cannot win if the people are united, and they know this. And it really does all come down to money because they need the, the working class of this country to be at each other's throats, especially along racial lines. And they will, uh, just like Henry Wallace warned us, the, the, how you how do you how do you recognize the American fascist? They, um, what how did he how did he put it? They uh, exploit every fissure of disunity, every crack in the common front. They and that's what they you know that's the Republican Party tickling the fissures of disunity, tickling people's racist funny bones and and uh spreading fear they really don't they have nothing to offer but fear you know the only thing we have to fear is fear itself fdr famously said well, well the republicans have nothing but fear be afraid someone's coming to get you someone's grooming your kids someone i mean every they want us to be afraid of everything that you know they don't want us to be afraid of the real things like uh, going bankrupt because we got a catastrophic medical diagnosis. You know, they don't, that's something we should be afraid of. Be, joining one of the uniquely American medical bankruptcies, right? We shouldn't be afraid to go to the doctor when we're sick because we don't have, uh, you know, we might not be able to afford the bad news. Or, you know, we shouldn't be afraid to send our children to school because they might be murdered in a, in a, in a uniquely American gun massacre. Right? I mean, these are the things, that, that's the real fear. We shouldn't be afraid of getting old in this country, but you know, we do one third of the American people can't retire that this is a disgrace. And the, um, the fact that the American, uh, life expectancy continues to fall is also a disgrace. But what do the Repu do they have any solutions for that except more bullshit? I mean, the fact that they ran, they ran Herschel Walker. Wait, hold on. We can lower that tonight since we don't have the music cues to worry about, really. But the fact that they, that we, that they ran Herschel Walker as an, as a, a, a candidate for the Senate, you know, which is supposed to be this esteemed body Right. What does Senate mean? It means uh, old man. Right. Mo the, the wise old men of the community. That's what the Senate's supposed to be. And they run this. Uh, this joke. What does he. What does what does what's the telecommunications, Jack, <laughs> the telecommunications act, Jonathan? The 1996 Telecommunications Act, which deregulated the media, it was part, it was really the nail in the coffin uh, of what Reagan had started with uh, undoing the fairness doctrine, and then Clinton took it over the goal line by signing the Telecommunications Act, which really just destroyed 
the um uh, d- destroy the notion of media as one of the pillars of democracy it really the media is one of the pillars of democracy but it commodified the um the media like everything else because the people used to understand that and that's why there were laws prohibiting the cross ownership of media companies or media uh, or media itself so you couldn't own a newspaper and a radio station in the same market you couldn't own a tv station and a and a radio station in the same market that was done away with in the, with the telecommunications act which um everybody at the time who everyone who wasn't a uh, sold out uh, moron or greed centered ghoul understood that because I remember when and we've talked about it before and I guess this was probably before Jonathan you know started watching the show but when I was in college as an undergrad in uh, that's when the Telecommunications Act was signed, and the and I remember us discussing it. What a disaster it was going to be! So if you think that the um, you know the the undergrads in uh, in the City University of New York were aware of the the dangers of democracy, if we could figure it out. You know that. Um, the the people in the halls of power knew exactly what they were doing. And everything that we feared came to fruition. We said it was gonna it was going to polarize the um, the avenues of communication. It would, of course, drown out the voices of the little guys. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah. And it would also, uh, it was an assault on democracy. And it did, especially owning, um, being able to own a different types of media, because that would, that just reinforces, it's like, you know, it's just like what, what every fascist regime does. That, what is, what, what aided Hitler's rise to power? The the taking over of the media, and that's what they did. That's that's how the Nazis started. They bought out a part of what they, um, partly how they started, of course, by how they got their message out there, and uh, normalized it through the newspapers. They bought a a newspaper that was on its last legs, and they turned it into a Nazi rag. So, yeah. And that's uh, that's that's the way it is with people are we are storytellers. We are communicators. We want to um, it all begins with words, everything. So that's why the whole thing with with uh, Elon Musk owning Twitter and saying that he hopes that uh, if people on Twitter, it will avoid wars, it will avoid uh, violence he it's it's so laughable either he's naive or he thinks we are but i think it's the latter a lot of the dummies who follow him are uh, are they're eager to eat whatever shit he drops on the floor whatever bullshit he's and i don't know why 
I don't know why about that. I really don't know why he's so um, lionized by these freaks. You know? I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. Um, but that's because I'm not, I guess, an incel or uh, or some... I don't know. what What is the appeal with him? Uh, the whole owning the lives thing, I guess. They love billionaires. We know that. And I and I suppose, I guess if I really have to think about this, I have to process this because I've done a lot of therapy, as you know. So let's see. Processing. Um, why do they love Elon Musk? It's because he, well, it really is because they're, they are, they feel inadequate in their own lives. They feel powerless and they feel that the the world continues to evolve without them and so he but elon because he shares many of their their uh tiny world their myopic racist uh right-wing conspiracy adult views it validates and he has a lot of power because he has money and i guess that makes him somehow better than everybody in their eyes you know they don't i see elon musk as a worthless billionaire he's worthless and he is the he's the poster child for um why there should be no billionaires so um, hey, settle down, Jonathan, on the chat, you know? You can't just spam the chat with question, question, question. You know what I'm saying? Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. How do we get so much money into the Democratic National Committee, Tara? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you mean whatever okay thank you ed for your super chat thank you so much my friend but anyway okay let's in fact let's since we're talking about elon musk there's a couple of things i wanted to talk about tonight one was well i, I wrote it down in my little uh thing here in the description that's what i do for myself i write it down so we i know i have a tendency to go off off track so I try to write things down so we kind of stay we stay a little bit um have some structure so uh oh yeah so let's talk about the the nothing burger of this uh the twitter files have you heard of the twitter files matt taibbi's twitter files and um it was i don't i didn't get the whole uh controversy of of a political candidate because joe biden was not the president at this time asking a social media company to remove pictures private photos of his of his naked son okay hunter biden is uh an addict in recovery we know he's we know about his addiction because he's written about it and apparently you know he says he's clean i don't know i uh i'm in recovery myself and one of the things we do is we don't count 
other people's clean time. So if he says he's clean, I've got to believe him. So, and also, you know, if he's open about his addiction, whatever, what's, what, what skin off their balls is it? But, um, these people, I mean, they have, there are plenty of right wingers who are uh, addicted, of course, you know, I mean, Rush Limbaugh got him, he couldn't even go out and buy his own drugs. He had to send his housekeeper and he made himself deaf from opioid addiction. And he, what did he learn? He went to, of course, he, you know, all the while, remember that all the while that he was sending his housekeeper out to buy drugs for him and uh, gobbling up the, the Viking, whatever the hell, I think he was on Oxycontin, who the hell knows, but he uh, was calling for the death penalty for addicts and things like that. You know, he's playing the shtick, playing the game, because no matter what, Republicans know that they they will be untouchable, it's sort of like when they... Uh, they come after abortion. You know, they they love abortion. We know this, right? Because their policies create so many abortions. If Republicans were truly anti-abortion, if they wanted to reduce the numbers of abortion, they would they would attack the um, um, well, not that I guess that's the wrong word. They would um, promote policies that actually reduce the numbers of abortion. You know. So, but, but to their, you know, like health care, education, living wages, these are policies that we know reduce the numbers of abortion. All that doing, all that criminalizing abortion does is it makes it unsafe and it sends women to, um, to die in back alleys. So anyway, it's, it's kind of like that. They know that their policies, they will never touch them, their precious, their beautiful selves. It will only affect the, the suckers, the dupes, the idiots, you know, who aren't smart enough to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and marry a, 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 a con man with a fake university, let's say, right? So... If if Rush Limbaugh, he knows if he's calling for the death penalty for drug addicts, that it would never apply to him. You know, I mean, that's the irony. It's the, but it's also right out of Freud, right? With a, with a Republican, it's either a confession or it's a projection. You know, and that's how you know you could tell their evil minds. Because they're constantly accusing other people of the very thing of which they are guilty. You know, they're the ones out there that talking about, oh, this is a false flag, that's a false flag, but they're the ones committing these, these false flag events, because that's how they think. Like the, like the proud pricks during the George Floyd protests, pretending to be... Um, uh, you know, liberals saying justice for George Floyd and then shooting up a, a, a police station, things like that, or breaking the windows, the umbrella man to try to turn public sentiment against the Black Lives Matter movement. 
and that's what they that's what they needed to do this is i mean you know people turn on the tv and they were like um no we don't like um seeing cops snuff out somebody's life on the street but with a knee on someone's neck and that was very threatening to republicans because you know it wasn't just black lives matter movement wasn't just people with darker pigment it was all pigment so that's very threatening so they had to turn the average joe sitting at home watching they'd had to you know turn it turn them against black lives matter by turning it into a mob you're saying not um 99.9% of the black lives matter protests were peaceful but if you uh interview a republican an average moron they uh, they think it was there are cities still smoldering and burned to the ground and that's that never happened of course it never ha- that's where they were like oh january 6th what about this uh you know the smoldering rune of seattle or portland or whatever and it's only in their minds these are people that haven't gone out of a, out of the their a radius of 50 miles from their homes they go on the internet they go on the this window to the world and what do they do they they go fall they fall into the black pit of a q hole so they're not using this the internet machine as a window to broaden their horizons that's what that's what always fascinates me about them too because they're so small and that's why they like elon musk frankly because he is very small he's a very small person like them and that's i mean it really is emblematic of why we don't need billionaires we don't need these fuckers there's no reason for it the only reason somebody's a billionaire is because there's tax uh they've been taxed and you get up to a certain rate then you you know you don't pay taxes people who are lower on the ladder pay a higher percentage of their income because these people don't have income they have investments and uh, capital gains and things like that which are taxed at a different rate and at a lower rate so there's um the system is set up for the super rich to maintain not just maintain but to balloon their wealth into what i mean teddy roosevelt called it the bloated fortunes and but the the and followed it up by you know the bloated fortune just by its mere um the just because it is a threat i'm trying you know now i'm paraphrasing but he said it's that's why progressive taxation is the only way it's the only american value because we can't and also you know it was an advocate he was an advocate for the estate tax because you you don't want it, you, you didn't want an uh, an aristocracy developing because you'll get i mean look at what happened with rome right you went from augustus to nero in uh, how many years in a few short generations so you know uh this is what happens and then the people are uh you have to have to want have to suffer under 
oh, is this, do we have a good king or a bad king? Do we have a king who cares or do we have a fucking sociopath? Right? It just gets worse and worse. And that's, that's Elon Musk. He is a sociopath. There's, so, there's something wrong. There's always something wrong with right wingers. You know, there really is. That's why they're attracted to that ideology. Uh, the ideology of division, of, of the other. There's many reasons, too. It's also these, they, they hate themselves. You know, a lot of them are in the closet in some form or another. That's why they're always like, you know, uh, anti-gay, anti-anything uh, that is different. So, and they want you to be just as anti-whatever they are. And, well, why, do you, why are you so fucking anti? Anti-human. You know, they don't, they, as we've played the clips coming right out of their mouths, the statements about how they hate diversity how of course just like nick fuentes says you know he hates diversity he's a friggin' nazi now of course when we had our millennial correspondent on the show the other day mark middlestad from shaping progress and we were talking about nick fuentes and uh you know nick fuentes says he's an avowed incel like he's a, a proud incel but I mean, I think there's something, there's something wrong with him. You see, he hates him. So he must be there's, I mean, I don't know, of course I'm speculating, but he, uh, he's gay. Probably he hates himself because for whatever reason he, I don't know his whole story. I don't know his family background, what happened to him, who his parents are. But if, could you imagine that's your son? You can't, if you're, if you're someone's, if you give birth to somebody and he turns out to be like a Nick Fuentes, you failed. You failed. Okay. You did. And it, especially if you're not out there with your mea culpas about it, saying, I don't know what happened to him. I'm sorry. I did my best, but there is something broken in this person. Some people are just broken people. And they, uh, they add nothing to society, you know, like, uh, like a Ted Bundy or something, you know, that somebody like him who, uh, apparently no one, you know, had a decent family, parents and, uh, siblings who loved him, had every opportunity, but was a murderous piece of shit and probably... You know, I mean, I'm generally against the death penalty, but I am for it. I have to say I am for the death penalty for serial killers because <laughs> they there's nothing you can do with them. They are, um, you know, they're broken. Anyone who is turned on by murder probably should be should be uh, taken out of the take just taken out of civilization in general. I don't know. What do you think about that? Is that a con it's is that controversial? No. I mean, I'm I'm really I believe that the uh you know, as a, as a civilization, we should strive to bring out the best in each other. That's why I'm generally against the death penalty, but something but like a Ted Bundy, you know. He's 
Is that hypocritical? I think it's just realism. You know, some people are just fucking broken. If you're broken in that way, I mean, you could be broken in many ways. But if you're broken in a way that you want to kidnap people or that you go into their, where they're sleeping and beat them over the head with a log, I mean, bye, bye-bye. See ya. So, okay. That's fucked up, right? So, why, why do I bring that up? I don't know. It's just, you know, this is Terror Buster. We go all over the world here. And I've, I told you guys, I've, I started watching that Ted Bundy documentary. It really stuck with me, obviously. <laughs> it really did. It made me very, it weirded me out a lot. I watched this Ted Bundy documentary and then I just, then it kept, you know, um, recommending other t serial killer document. It just made me very weird. When I would go to the supermarket, I'd be like, is that guy a serial killer? You know, like you just never know. But oh, but I also read in serial killer news that one interesting thing. This is why a couple of things, just as an aside, as far as serial killers are concerned, that the FBI. Well, um, one of the you know Candace DeLong, who is uh, an FBI profiler or was, and she's well known because she does a lot of TV. And they say that uh, Clary Starling was based on her or something, you know, from Silence of the Lambs. I can't talk. But she says, I'm just telling you guys that the number one advice she has is to always lock your doors, no matter where you live, because you don't know, you know, there are freaks out there. Like one serial killer that she dealt with went around checking people's doors to, uh, and he thought, because he was in, he was in psychosis, and he thought that when he found an unlocked door, that meant that he was supposed to kill that person. So, okay? Okay. So just lock your doors, guys. We need all of you. And what was the other thing I was saying? I don't know. Something about... Oh, yeah, you know, I just went down this. It was just weird. There's a lot of weird people. I understand that. There's, But there's, but they are the aberration. They are the outliers, you know? Mo most people, I believe, are decent, or at least trying to be. And that's why it's political malpractice for the Republicans. And this is another reason I can't take them. I can't stand them. Because they, they commit political malpractice against the people they pretend to represent by constantly filling them up with fear. Not about things they should fear, but about things that are total bullshit, right? They tell them th things like the election was stolen, right? That their vote doesn't count. That uh, maybe we should suspend the Constitution. Not just maybe. Trump said he wants to suspend the Constitution. And that alone isn't enough for them to abandon Trump. You understand? Because they even asked some of these 
these freaks would is that is that the line is is it it's not the classified documents more of which were found in the last day or two you know he's hiding them now in storage facilities for what reason because he's a traitor and everything is transactional like his niece mary trump says that there's only one reason he would hold on to classified documents it's because he needs it for some financial purpose for either leverage or something some way to get money and a hundred percent a hundred percent and thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Another great show. Did I say thank you, Ed? Yes, I think so. I hope so. Well, I'm saying thank you again, Ed. And thank you, Diffuse OG, for your super chat. It means a lot. And it means a lot that you guys are here. It really does. Yes, oh, those, uh, the classified documents were found today. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Play Dave, on the chat. Um... What the fuck is what? What is he doing with classified documents in a storage facility? He's clearly when um, I mean he's hiding them, but we know that already. The whoever the whistleblower is that alerted the FBI that he was um, moving them around. He knew, you know. He only gave this is this is what a crook does. This is what a fucking crook does. He's a crook. We know this. His friggin' company just got, uh, got, what what do you call it? Um, they just won conviction, not convictions. It was, well, how do you say it? You know, 17, uh, they were found guilty of 17 charges. It's a criminal enterprise. That's what the Trump organization is. It's not, he's never been a, an actual businessman. We know this. This is what, the, the, what gets me so insane about Republicans. They, his only claim to whatever, uh, uh, his, his resume um, for the, being a president is that he's a, he's a successful businessman. It's the, and he's not. He's a frig, everything is a fraud from from the from his origin story to his his selling point that he's a successful businessman he played a successful businessman on reality television you dummies but he's not a successful businessman and he i don't i don't get the whole uh putting the name no, you know, uh, he he rented out his name to be slapped on the sides of buildings. And here in New York, er, all those names came down wherever they could. Where, but, but the, I don't know. Why would you want to put that tacky name on your building? You should be embarrassed. Right? So all there were different um, apartment buildings, co-ops that had Trump on it. And they... They all got rid of them, except, of course, you know, you have the Trump Roach Motels on the Trump's Plaza, the Trump, you know, whatever, the Trump shit show motel. Uh, they, it's tacky, 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 yucky, bottom-feeding hotels, and they're just bribe magnets 
that's what I mean. The other thing, it's like um, Mary Trump said something because uh, I saw her on uh, MSNBC earlier, and she was saying that, that everything is uh, as well. Everything is transactional with him, and the the well, she didn't say this, but the um, I don't. Oh, she was saying how. The crimes are so, um, and and what's the word endemic? They're just the crimes. It's just a crime upon crime. He's constantly criming. (laughs) And so you're, it's almost overwhelming. It's one crime after another. It's like, slow down with the crimes, please. I'm just, I'm still on crime 99.9. Can you get? Can you give me a minute, bitch, to breathe with these crimes? You know, I've got to catch up to the crimes. It's like one crime after another. You say, uh, any one of these crimes, could you imagine if any one of these crimes were committed by a Democrat? We'd never hear the friggin' end of it. If any of these crimes, let's say a Democrat owned... A tacky hotel in Washington, and the uh, and the Saudis came, but you know one guy came, maybe two, three, whatever. How many guys come? But they they t- all of a sudden the the rooms for the evening go from a thousand a night to five thousand a night, and not only do they take. Uh, the number of rooms that they need for the people, five rooms, six rooms, they take out floors of rooms. Upon that, That's a fucking bribe, people. We're not dumb. And, you know, what is so uh, disgusting about them, about Trump, is, is, you know, he's a horrible person. And that... They, they, they claim this um, love of Jesus so much. That, that is what's really offensive. And I know some people who are actual Christians. And, you know, if you're an actual Christian, you should be offended by And they are. Actual Christians are offended by this, this, this rapacious need for money, greed, Everything of this world, right? The the Jesus you pretend to worship told you to give everything to the poor and follow him. And what does Trump do? He he he's nothing but uh, I'm more and more and more. He's nothing but a black hole of narcissism, sucking up the narcissistic supply of his dupes, which is his the worship. And, uh, you know, money, just greed, nonstop greed that will never end. It's never enough. And that's another thing with Elon Musk. Like, what is it with this fucking dude? Um, he supposed, what happened to going to Mars? Right? Oh, no. Uh, let's save the world by allowing Nazis back on Twitter. Okay. So, okay. What was I talking about? with this uh this nothing burger of it's such an embarrassment but all over twitter you know and then the republicans are like 
some of the Republicans. Others are just like they they other Republicans do admit that it is a nothing burger because what what what's the big scandal? Right? The scandal is supposed to be that the Democrats asked Twitter before, you know, the uh, supervillain, worthless billionaire, uh, narcissistic man-child Musk took it over because he's got nothing better to do, right? I guess fuck Mars, but that's so... Well, he's got to fuck Earth before he fucks Mars, I guess. But so he... uh, So Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I lost my place. Um the the th- he he said it's going to be epic you know he's going to release these twitter files which will show blow the lid off of the corruption and that's why trump tweeted or whatever he did on his so-called his you know his sham social media site that the that we should suspend the constitution because because Twitter took down pictures of Hunter Biden's dick. Okay? That's what happened. I've seen these photos myself because some of these articles linked to them from the Wayback Machine. They were scrubbed from Twitter. It's Hunter Biden fucking a lady. Okay? It's Hunter Biden naked. And, uh, yeah, it just looks like Hunter Biden, uh, taking some sexy photos while he's, uh, screwing some broad. And that's what, I mean, he frankly, clearly it shows a lack of judgment. I don't know why he would take photos like that. Any, because you know, it's never going to be private. So, but it's also the... This, but whatever, that's beside the point. He's obviously, he was on drugs, okay? He wasn't in his right mind. And who cares? Whatever. You know, this, you're talking about a dude, uh, you know, they love this fucking dude that uh, banged a porn star badly. That's what Stormy said, right? Underwhelming. That's how she described it. The whole experience, ex- extremely... Well, well, with his uh, smaller than average, um, you know, whatever that is, and uh, said it was very underwhelming. Of course it was. What else would it be? He's just he's just masturbating into a porn star. That's what it is. It's not about, uh, you know, true human connection. Really? While his wife is home recovering, his third trophy wife is home recovering from childbirth. And these people are upset that Hunter Biden is having sex. You know? They're, and they're all, they all have issues. You know, the Republicans. You know, of course, uh, Elon Musk, because he's a dirtbag, allowed Roger Stone back on Twitter today. He's uh, Roger Stone, the traitor, one of the ins- insurrectionists. But, of course, he also has a very saucy private sex life. I'm not sure if you are aware. He's a swinger. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he's, you know, that's his own business. Whatever. Who cares? Um, I wouldn't object to if for some reason somebody had naked pictures of him. 
what what is what's the uh why would you want to see that yeah of course take them off social media it's ridiculous so um that's that's the twitter files guys that's what they're so upset about they think they have a constitutional right to post pictures of hunter biden's dick And because they weren't allowed to do that, the election must be stolen and the Constitution must be suspended. See how disgusting these people are? They, it's, that's why they lose elections and they don't learn. They never learned. Remember when they lost Back in whenever that was, when George W. Bush was president, they got trounced in the midterms and they did an autopsy. I always remember because I remember saying, don't you do autopsies on dead things? So it's kind of fitting. And they did an autopsy of why they lost again. And, uh, and of course, here's the other thing. They... We would not have lost the House if not for gerrymandering either. You understand that. That's why the Republicans are trying to screw elections with this. The Supreme Court now has another thing that they're trying to inject the Republican, conservative, uh, fascist, anti-democratic, anti-American agenda. They're trying to ram that down our throats with the veneer of legitimacy with this uh what is what do they call it independent state legislature theory fuck you okay we'll get to that but uh yeah they think they have a constitutional right to post pictures of hunter biden's dick where is this article let's see i wanted to because it explained it well and uh, and it's very embarrassing for Matt Taibbi. It is a joke. I didn't understand when I was reading this. I and I was I read all through his Twitter feed. That's what Matt Taibbi, Taibbi did. He announced it all. This these will be the Twitter files part one. And it was and I was like, okay, when, where where are we going with this? What are we getting to? And then there were um, the the links to the things that were removed and then even elon musk chimed in on it saying like this is uh yeah boom 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 or something you know (sighs) and i was like what am i missing something here because it doesn't really seem very uh you know, it does. It seems like a nothing burger, and I hate that word only because Republicans always use it. That's why I'm using it. But so, okay, here's from the bulwark, 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 bulwark. Excuse me if I didn't pronounce it correctly. Tim Miller writes. While normal humans who denied Republicans their red wave were enjoying an epic sports weekend, which I, not me, I'm not, I am a normal human, but I don't care about sports. I'm sorry. An insular community of MAGA activists and online contrarians led by the world's richest man for now 
were getting riled up about a cache of leaked emails revealing that the former actor James Woods and Chinese troll accounts were not allowed to post ill-gotten photos of Hunter Biden's hog on a private company's microblogging platform around 25 months ago. Now, if you're one of the normal, someone who would never think about posting another person's penis on your social media account, um, has no desire to see politicians' kids' penises when scrolling on social media and doesn't understand why there are other people out there who care one way or another about the moderation policy surrounding stolen penis photos or can't even figure out what it is that I'm talking about then this might seem like a gratuitous matter for an article. Sadly, it is not, because among Republican members of Congress, leading conservative media commentators, contrarian substackers, conservative tech bros, and friends of Donald Trump, the ability to post Hunter Biden's cock shots on Twitter is the number one issue in America this weekend. They believe that if they are not allowed to post porno, our constitutional republic may be in jeopardy. I truly wish I were joking. And here's a synopsis synopsis for the blessedly uninitiated. On Friday, Elon Musk promised to reveal what really happened with the Hunter Biden story suppression by Twitter. It turns out that he had provided a trove of internal corporate documents to the Tulsi Gabbard of Substack, Matt Taibbi who said they amounted to a unique and explosive story. This is why you never hype shit up, like overhype it. You should under-promise and over-deliver. That's like the rule, right? You should. At least that's what you try to do. Revealing the juicy details inside Twitter's decision to suppress the New York Post's Hunter Biden laptop story, which had previously been rejected by such liberal outlets like Fox News and the Wall Street Journal due to its sub- suspicious provenance. Tab- Taibbi agreed to divulge these private emails on Twitter itself rather than via his substack as a part as part of a quote few conditions which he doesn't detail that were imposed on him presumably by Musk. So, the documents Taibbi tweeted on Friday were titillating in the way that reading private correspondence revealing what people were really saying around a controversial subject always is. But nothing new was learned about the contours of the story. The leak mostly relitigates two facts that have already received much ink across the media. One, how Twitter throttled the New York Post's initial story about Hunter Biden's laptop based on what we now know was an incorrect assessment of its source, and two, how political campaigns and government agencies have worked with social media companies, in this case Twitter, to flag troubling content. On the first point, The emails confirm the essential consensus that has come into focus in reporting on this matter. Twitter got out over its skis on the ban 
and a typical corporate bureaucratic goat rope ensued as the company tried to unfuck the situation, as one employee put it. To say this, to say that this is not a new revelation would be an understatement, given that Twitter's former CEO, Jack Dorsey, admitted that it was a mistake over a year ago. As such, it was the latter point that drove the most hysterical discussion online. The most retweeted installment of the Taibi thread was this, which purported to show the Biden campaign. Here, I'll show you. Directing Twitter to delete specific tweets. And here it is, right? These are the, the offending tweets. And we'll go through them. I'll show you. Let's see. Let me... Uh... Okay. I thought I can make this bigger for you guys but it's not letting me okay this supposed smoking gun resulted in musk responding to his, to his own journalistic stenographic i can't talk what are the what the, but these two words are hard his own journalistic stenographer on twitter with a fire emoji and the comment if this isn't a violation of the constitution's first amendment what is Wait till you see the pictures, okay? Musk was so impressed with this digital citizen's arrest that he made it, it, he made it his pinned tweet, after which the MAGA attaboys for Muskie came out hot and heavy. Right-wing commentator Buck Sexton, his real name, said that this was the bright red line violation and that Biden should be impeached for it Representative James Comer was on Fox promising that everyone on Twitter involved in this would be brought before the House Oversight Committee. I hope they are. (laughs) Please do. Please. Please, you clowns. You goddamn clowns. Please bring this to a committee. Because we all want to, we want to laugh in your faces. Make a big deal. You what? It's like, you know, what is it? I have to ask. It reminded me of Ken Starr. You know how disgusting um, the Republicans are. We know, and we, you know how beer bong Brett, uh, I like justice, I like beer, was involved with the Clinton-Monica Lewinsky scandal, and he was partly responsible for all the salacious elements in the Star Report, right? Which which was another fucking nothing burger. But the one of um, Kavanaugh's advice to the because he when he was just a young little cuss like. Uh, you know, like uh, Nick Fuentes, you know, um, a more presentable Nick Fuentes with a, yeah, where they keep the Nazi views to a dog whistle. But he, but he was the one that pushed for the, all the details, you know, they didn't have to, you didn't have to know uh, or read the star report to, uh, to like you were reading this he wanted it to sound like you were reading a letter to penthouse that's what the republicans did and they described bill clinton's penis they wanted to see 
Bill Clinton's penis? You know, they couldn't just say that he had sex with, or whatever they did, with Monica Lewinsky. They they made it into a, uh, you know, something they can jerk off to. And I'm sure they did. Because they are sick. And they they sully everything they touch. They devalue it. They disgrace it. They denigrate it. Oh, and you could say, oh, well, he, what did Bill Clinton do denigrating and having sex in the White House? Well, he wouldn't be the first and he wouldn't be the last married man to have an affair, especially at work. But, you know, he balanced the budget, right? He left Bush with a nice surplus while getting a blowjob. So, I don't know, um... I don't really, it doesn't seem to really matter. There used to be, I mean, what what president, let me ask you, didn't have an affair? Not that it, whatever. That's between him and his wife, frankly. Is that, I don't give a shit what Bill Clinton's penis looked like. I was more concerned about his don't ask, don't tell policy or him signing the Telecommunications Act Well, while he tried with with all, with all the Democrat, the new Democrat fervor to become Republican light. That's what I was concerned about. But the Republicans, they they want to see. It, I I have to say, it really is kind of along the timeline of how you know we get from. Ronald Reagan, the nine most terrifying words in the English language are I'm from the government and I'm here to help to the the traitors on January 6th defecating in the Capitol. It's all the it's you, this, you know, wouldn't happen overnight. You you couldn't defecate in the Capitol halls, not in the not in the restrooms. You know, that's where you're supposed to defecate. That's why I, I constantly remind the traders, any of these conservatives who uh, contact me, you know, please, please don't defecate in the halls of the Capitol again. Use the restroom, but you know, that's what normal people do. But um, along the path of from from that from Reagan to defecating in the Capitol is the Star Report, where um, what what were the what they were trying to do is um, turn the people against the government, you know, against their representatives to, to uh, denigrate and disparage people, you know, that the majority of Americans voted for. They, uh, everything, I mean, it really is an insult. They are an insult to the institutions. They take an oath they take an oath to the Constitution, but everything about them, you know, obviously they hate the Constitution too. It's right out in the open again. But, um, you know, everything that they they want, it really, see, you don't behave like this. You don't um, it, treat your, I don't know, um, if you have respect for the system, you wouldn't behave like that, you know? You wouldn't want to turn the American people against their government in such a such a disgusting way. 
by talking about details of someone's sexual encounter. I don't see what that has to do with anything. And it never, and it never did have to do with anything. I see you guys know, I watch morning Joe and you know, uh, much to my, I don't know. I don't know why, whatever. It's a habit. And I, I guess it's sort of like, you know, I watch it with a critical eye, but um, he, Joe Scarborough was in the House of Representatives when this, the whole Clinton impeachment happened. And he brings it up, well, um, not, not all the time, but he's brought it up numerous times. And he's, it could be, in, especially when uh, Trump was being impeached uh, several times for actual crimes, right? They, what, what was Trump impeached for? He was impeached for, for the first time for using taxpayer money, which he doesn't have any control over, you see. He, that's why the founders gave the, um, the Congress the control of the purse string. So the, the executive branch, like the king, couldn't just declare war or something like that. Or I know now it's, things are different, right? But so um, this was money already allocated for Ukraine to fight uh, the impending invasion of their sovereign democratic nation, their fledgling democratic nation. And Trump took our taxpayer money, which, you know, everything belongs to him. And he used it as a, he held it as a, um, as a bribe, not a bribe. Well, he used it to pressure another foreign leader that was depending on this aid, um, to, uh, announce an investigation on his, on his political rival. So on his, well, he, he, you know, Biden hadn't announced yet, but it was looking like he would be his, uh, he would be up against Biden. So I want you to do me a favor though. And that's why he was, that's why, um, what's Lieutenant, who's the guy, you know, the guy who had to retire, who was in the the officer who was listening because, you know, we live in a constitutional democratically, you know, what is it? Uh, constitutionally limited democratic Republic. And when the so-called president is on the phone with a foreign leader, he's, he's not just chatting away, but that that's another thing that, that Trump did. He ha- held phone calls with foreign leaders outside of anyone knowing, you know, which is a big no, no. And so the, the person who was monitoring his phone call was like, holy shit, I need to report this because this fucking guy is, is committing a a crime right here using taxpayer money to, um, to strong arm a foreign leader into announcing an investigation. So that was the first thing he was impeached for. But of course the Republicans let him slide because they hate America and their crooks. And you know, that's their, that's their guy, right? It's about power. It's not about representing 
the people or the the country or promoting democracy or advance you know it's not it's not about any of those things anymore for the conservatives it's about getting the power but i mean because the they have a problem the republicans and it is that they they live in a country that was uh, that has a constitution that promotes the general welfare. You know, it's a democracy. The 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 fledgling de- well country. It's only it's less than two hundred and fifty years old, so it's a very young country. And that's I mean, it's just that's not it. It sticks in their craw. The Republicans they can't. How can they make a buck if? Unless they can corrupt government, you know? I mean, everything that they stand for is uh, yeah, power in the hands of a few, or to, uh, the power to lord over the many who await their, who compliantly await their rewards in heaven, right? And that's their the real problem is that they were, that's the kind of country they were born into. So they have to play within those rules you know so they have to for many years the republicans had to give lip service to democracy they have to pretend you know that they're that's why they you know wave the flag and the wear all the shirts with stars and they're all like you know singing um off-key renditions of america the beautiful with a tear flowing and stuff because they they want they want every it's like a you know a straight guy i mean it's like a gay it's like a closeted gay guy being all like hey she's hot you know so that's the way they are with uh america they they just hate america (laughs) through and through they really do that's why you know they hate the nation of immigrants they hate the uh diversity they hate that they hate that we are uh, a democracy, a, a you know a democratic republic, and they, that's why they're always like, "We're a republic. We're not a democracy." Well, we are. We democratically elect our representatives, so we're a democratic republic. You know, blah blah blah, whatever. And um, so that that's their problem. So, uh, and what was the second time? Yeah. So he was impeached the second time for. Uh, for January 6th, for inciting an insurrection. And again, the Republicans let him slide. So on, what was I saying? Yeah, so on Morning Joe, they uh, they bring up the, the impeachment of Bill Clinton. He brings it up saying when he was impeached for, what, what did they get him? Uh, in, obstructing justice or something? And no, you know, they... They impeached him and the for a blowjob, right? And the excuse was obstructing justice. They wanted to impeach him. Bec- they wanted to impeach any Democrat. They, the, he just gave them an opportunity. Uh, you know, stupidly, of course. But what do you expect? He's a man, right? So, but uh, they, because it was revenge uh, for nixon you see this is how they think 
you impeach Nixon. So we impeach these fuckers, actual patriots, impeach these fuckers who are are needing to be impeached. They deserved it. It's not a blowjob blown out of proportion and where you say, oh, it's not about the blowjob. It's about the obstruction or uh, I remember these freaks all marching over with their papers, impeachment, saying rule of law, rule of law. Yeah, because that's what they're, they're all about, the rule of law, guys. Don't you know? Can't you tell? By the way, they allow their their own, if they have a, an R after their name, they allow them to get, a, oh my God, the leash, the long leash, the latitude, you see? They're allowed to, they're allowed to fucking be a traitor who says, um, we need to suspend the Constitution because... We can't post pictures of a of us of a politician's son's dick. Do you see what we're up against? Am I making sense here? Rule of law. Lou, we accept you. We accept you. Google goggle. Google go. You know what that's from? <laughs> Freaks. The classic. The nineteen something thirty nine something classic. Freaks. They should remake it with the right-wingers. And they're all, rule of law, rule of law, instead of, we accept you, we accept you. But that's also like them, too, right? You got to be one of them. How, you, how, do you, how are you one of them? Just, just got to be, uh, uh, well, don't be a rugged individual, that's for sure. Don't be somebody different. Don't be yourself. Be like everybody else. And then we accept you. We accept you. Google goggle. Google goggle. All right. Is everybody okay? <laughs> Google goggle. Google goggle. Yep. All right. How, how do we get on this? This is Terror Buster. This is what you expect. It's what happens on Terror Buster every day. Where I lost my place. Where's the article I was reading? It's a good one. And we will look at the picture. So where I'm just, what the fuck? Okay, here it is. Oh, yeah. You could see it. I couldn't see it. It was on, uh, you could see it on the ECAM, but it was hidden behind a whole other bunch of windows for me. So. All right. Um here we go. The supposed smoking gun resulted in... Here, okay, I read this already, but it's been, it was like a, ta a thousand years ago. So, This supposed smoking gun resulted in Musk responding to his own journalistic stenographer on Twitter with a fire emoji in the comment, if this isn't a violation of the Constitution's First Amendment, what is? See, that's another thing. I'm sorry, I will never get through this article. Like, um, what the fuck? Uh, the constitute is this is you, where do you I mean a private company taking down people's racist misogynist transphobic homophobic anti-semitic you know the hateful uh, comments or and or porn 
is a, a, a violation of the First Amendment. There's no, I'm sorry, there's no, uh, hey, this is a violation of the First Amendment. Because you still have the right to be a Nazi, to be an ugly, disgusting person that wants to see someone's dick pic or whatever. So the violation of, uh, you know, it's not a violation of the First Amendment. A private company doesn't have to post your vomit. That's, it's not, I mean, even um, the government wouldn't have to post your vomit. The government doesn't have to post your lies, your filth. Like, what's the violation? Go into the town square and scream on a, get a soapbox, stand on it and scream, I want to see Hunter Biden's dick pics. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not a violation of the First Amendment for Twitter or for any social media company to not want to be a purveyor of porn. Or, Or lies, right? Or misinformation about anything. Or health misinformation that's getting, yeah, I mean, this is a violation of the First Amendment. I don't get these people. Uh, it's too simple to see, but they refuse to. This is that's what it's about. They refuse to see because that would require them actually uh, evolving some way. It would it would require them growing up and looking at themselves and. Uh, maturing to the point where they understand uh, or you know they, where they have the the level of maturity required to function in in a democracy so okay musk was so impressed with this digital citizen's arrest that he made it his pin tweet after which the maga attaboys for musky came out hot and heavy right-wing commentator bill sexton his real name said that this was a bright red line violation and that Biden should be impeached. And James representative James Comer, Republican of Tennessee was on Fox promising that everyone on Twitter would be brought before the house oversight committee. Cause they got nothing else. You see, there's no, what, what's the plan for inflation? Here's Hunter Biden's dick. That's what they do. What's the plan for gas prices? I wonder if those little stickers are still on the gas pumps. Thanks, Biden. Now that the gas is down to lower levels than it was, uh, I don't know, years ago. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> this is just, oh, my God. Um, we knew that one wouldn't have legs, right? I mean, that's how dumb they are. Thank you, Biden. Thanks, Biden, for this uh, $35 insulin. Thanks. Oh, God. Okay. Representative Billy Long retweeted several MAGA influences praising Elon for, among other things, besides Biden, I mean, Hunter Biden's dick, exposing corruption at the highest levels of society. Projection alert. 
he this is let me see what's this link oh yes projection is the sincerest form of trumpism they believe every this is good what yeah exactly what i was saying they believe that everyone must be as craven and corrupt as they are that's it that is it it's so true they all it's like we were saying with the false flags and such this is because they have a that's how they think they think like that you know we're knocking on doors we're organizing phone bank parties and trying to uh get out the vote right what are they doing they're finding uh they're shopping around the country for for uh for for what do you call it plaintiffs in their sham lawsuits to get them to the supreme court so they can overturn the will of the people if not through the election that they will lose but by the corrupted court you know the right wingers they shoved the illegitimate right wingers they shoved into the supreme court that's their that's the hail mary which is why you know we need this is what has to happen we must get the house back retain the senate retain the presidency and I mean, among others, things, of course, which one is money and politics, but nobody's even talking about that. But uh, we got, we must nullify this illegitimate Supreme Court. Because it is. So I hope you're listening, Democrats. Every time you get in front of the, of a camera and you talk about the uh, these disgraceful excuses for justices you got to you put the you put the qualifier in front the illegitimate gorsuch the illegitimate justice i like beer the illegitimate justice handmade barrett All right that's how you got to do it this illegitimate supreme court corrupted through dirty tricks that's it. That's the only reason they they have a majority uh, installed by a twice impeached threat to this this democracy, a treasonous uh, autocrat env- envying con man who likes to steal classified documents, who's lying to the American people and wants to suspend the Constitution. They all want to suspend the Constitution. That's the, you know, that's saying the quiet part out loud. They all want to suspend the Constitution. They hate the Constitution. It restrains them. You know, they can't just make you a goddamn surf in the field outright. They got to play the game. They got to, it's so exhausting for them. That's why they don't want to knock on doors. That takes too much energy to go convince the dumb people that they hate, that they have no respect for. No one hates the Trump and Z more than Trump. You understand that, right? He hates them. 
He has no respect for them. He uses them like a parasite uses a host. That's it. And discards once the carcass is sucked dry and, and dead. He just gets fat and bloated on their, on their uh, whatever, everything. He lies to them. He has no respect for them. He never did a fucking thing for them. What has he done? Not, what has he done? They're, oh, he's the greatest president. I, I, I hear this from them. It's so baffling to me. He's the best. Why? What has he done? What did he ever do? The only thing he did was try to take your health care away and try to what? Uh, he, all he did was nothing. Give more money to the rich. He gave the rich more, more, more of your hard-earned money. He fucked you. And he didn't even kiss you first. No dinner. Well, he did talk a lot of bullshit in your ear. He whispered a lot of sweet nothings in your ear before he fucked you. All about how it's going to be the greatest, the best. I, t I tell you, dear. I tell you, honey. It's going to be the... I'm going to get you the best health care. It's going to be free. It's going to, everybody's going to be covered and it won't cost anything. He even said that. And I was like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, all for it. Universal healthcare. You want to be a hero? He could have done that. <laughs> I would have went along. Good. At least he, uh, he did that. But no, he would never do that because that would mean he might lose some money. From those big, uh, you know, the the United Healthcare lobby. Oh God, help! Yeah, but that's what one of his promises. He was he ran as Bernie Sanders and uh, plus racism. So that's how I know they're the the maggots, the underlying motivator in all maggots. Are uh, is are and is racism. It is because if they if it wasn't they would have because they see this that's the thing because Republicans know they know that the people want, uh, you know, they want the general welfare they want to promote they want the promote you know the general welfare to be promoted. They want they like democratic policy they like socialism they do. But that's why they have to sell it to them. Like, it's uh, it's scary. And, you know, and that means you have to share with brown people. And you don't want to do that because they're, uh, you know, they're monsters. They're uh, rioting and they hate you. and Right? Yep, yep, yep. Where was I? Representative Billy Long retweeted several MAGA influencing influencers praising Elon for, among other things, exposing corruption at the highest levels of society. Projection alert. Meanwhile, Carrie Lake, hype man, Pizzagate, Jack Prozibiak, sorry, I know I murdered that, declared that this 
is the biggest story in modern presidential election history and claim that we can never go back to the country we were before this moment. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I won't go back to the time before I saw Hunter Biden's dick. I feel changed. In reality, all they really had was a digital erection. The offending material that Taibbi revealed was removed by Twitter at the Biden campaign's request turns out to be a bunch of links of Hunter Biden in the buff. So let's see. Shall we show them? Might get banned on something. Yeah, so this guy writes, I checked the first of these links archived by the Wayback Machine, and it features pornography and a picture of the Biden family. Let's see if it opens. It opened when I saw it originally. Maybe they took it down. Oh, yeah, the second features a video that the Wayback Machine cannot play. The third is a picture of Hunter Biden's penis. Yeah, there it is. Well, you can see it's small. I'm not going to blow it up. It's like him having sex. It's a naked lady's ass and butt and other parts. It's him in a mirror with an erection. And some pictures of the Biden family. That This is the offending material. You see, it's pornography. It's just, you don't need to see that. That's what they're talking about, guys. Those are the links. There was a tweet from a Chinese account featuring a naked woman on top of Hunter Biden, as well as a family photo. Two pictures of Hunter Biden's penis, one with another woman in the background. Taibbi's next list of material was removed by Twitter after being flagged by the Democratic National Committee. They include a picture of Hunter Biden smoking crack and getting his feet rubbed and a link to a Hunter Biden sex tape. And that's the big hubbub. Social media companies removes unwanted dick pics. News at 11. As someone who once consulted for social media companies on content moderation issues, let me tell you the amount of eggplant-related terms of service violations that these platforms review, review in a given year is so vo voluminous that we have not yet invented an artificial intelligence machine capable of counting them. Yet Taibbi and Musk are trying to turn this mundane moderation matter into the story of the century by emphasizing a few misconceptions about how platforms work with political campaigns and what the First Amendment obligations they do or do not have. To debunk a few of them, one, campaigns of all ideological stripes have, diff have direct lines into social media companies and make requests about offending content. There's nothing at all strange about what is shown in these emails. If Jeb's 
Kibbs, kids, Jebs, Jeb Bush's kids, Grundle was posted by a Chinese troll, we would surely have flagged it for the company in the hopes that they would delete it. And I suspect their internal correspondence on the matter would be identical. This would not have been deemed or been a demand or a dictate from the campaign, mind you. Companies can do what they want. In this specific instance, the request came from a campaign that has absolutely no government authority at all. At the time of the correspondence in question, Joe Biden was a private citizen running for office while Donald Trump was the president. Taibbi acknowledges that Trump's White House made requests that were received and honored and that there's no evidence that I've seen of any government involvement in the laptop story. So if there are any First Amendment issues at play, and I don't believe there are, since neither Musk nor Taibbi have demonstrated that the government made any mandates on Twitter. They would, in this case, only relate to the material that Trump wanted removed. Do you get it? Because he was not the president. He was a private citizen running for office. And if... So it's not the government wanting things removed. It's Joe fucking Biden, dude running for president. When... Trump in office squatting and staining the White House with his disgustingness was the reaching out to Twitter and doing the same thing, asking, remove this, remove that. And they did. So that's government interference. And, you know, I mean, it's like Republicans, we know that Republicans, uh, or I can go on Twitter or on, on YouTube right now, there are, there's a video of a guy blaming Obama for 9-11. Where was Obama on 9-11? On September 11, 2001. <laughs> so these are people who think they, they, they're just not that swift. So why MAGA Republicans and Elon Musk are so adamant that people be able to post photos of Hunter Biden's Johnson is something that should probably be explored with their respective preachers or psychiatrists, but is certainly not a matter for constitutional scholars or litigators. While Mr. Libson from the Virgin Suicides may derive a depraved type of happiness from publishing pictures of other people's genitals on a private company's public bulletin board without the approval of those pictured, the First Amendment does not bestow upon him the right to prevent a company from taking down the offending material. To sum it up, let's sum up what we've, what we've learned Big penis, little news, First Amendment not under threat. Musk and Taibbi have promised more editions of the Twitter files in the coming days. Maybe next time they won't come up so limp. Well, good turns of phrase right there. Uh, but that's what that that's what it's all about. Nothing. And another waste of our time. You understand? That's what the Republicans have. What do they have? <laughs> they got nothing. 
Hunter Biden. They have to. It's like they they understand. This is what it seems. So they post these links saying, oh, this look, this is what was removed when a private citizen running for president asked Twitter to please remove what the if, what's in these links. And uh, that's the that's the uh, major violation of the First Amendment why, and why we must suspend the Constitution to these people. And I guess they, I don't know why they thought that um, we wouldn't go to those links or we could never find what was in those links. Thank goodness other you know, people did. But they, because I, it's like um, the way they post headlines that are deceptive. And then when you read the story, you you realize that it's the opposite of what they're talking about or you know they they have an agenda they and i've I've, you you've we've seen it all the time i'm i'm trying to think of an example i I can't but i remember i mean a specific example i remember we were talking about one one time this headline that said it was so deceptive and then the and the when we went through the article when it, it was it was a it was another nothing that they turned into something that because they knew that most people would who were scrolling would just see the headline and the way they frame it is very disingenuous so I guess they thought that many people would just see the the links and because they've been removed not they wouldn't be able to go and find the find the content that was actually removed so they would be like oh I told you but now that we I mean we were able to find it so fuck off with this bullshit okay PS uh and keep fucking off. It's unreal. Where's everybody? What's going on? Hold on. What are you talking about? Anyway, I have other things. What were we talking about? There's another thing. Um, here's another thing I wanted to talk about in our gathering tonight. Well, we got, well, the other thing, you know, Warnock won in Georgia, thankfully, but it's like, <laughs> this guy's won um, four times in two years. Am I wrong? How many times are you going to fucking win a life? That's, that's the way it is with Republicans. I mean, Democrats have to continue to win again, and again. you have to just keep on winning again and again and again. So much winning. I'm sick of it. So let's see, a couple of things. Oh, I hate this. Yeah, I mean, we would talk about the Supreme Court. There's a few things. I don't even know where to begin. Well, we saw that Sean Spicer. <laughs> what a dick. Hey, and speaking of dicks, Sean Spicer today tweeted. I don't know if you missed that. Today is D-Day. It only lives in infamy if we remember and share the story 
of sacrifice with the next generation, hashtag D-Day. It's not D-Day, douchebag. December 7th, D-Day celebrates the Allied forces' invasion of France's Normandy coast on June 6th, 1944. June 6th, leading to an eventual victory over Nazi Germany. That's a far cry from December 7th, which is memorialized annually on December 7th as Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. <sighs> anyway, whatever. Today is D-Day. <laughs> this is who they are. Whatever. They suck. They suck at life and history. So, a couple of... Oh, here's one other thing. But It's whatever. There's a few asides. It's not really an aside, but did you see that... Um, the DC, the gen, the January sixth, um, Capitol police officers were honored f with congressional gold medals, and of course the family of Brian Sicknick didn't shake the hands of Moscow Mitch McConnell or his that week the Tracy Flick <laughs> the Tracy Flick of the Republicans otherwise known as Mitch what's it Mitch McConnell not Mitch McConnell Kevin McCarthy and rightfully so they shouldn't have they why are you going to shake their hands they're they're still involved with the coup they're still kissing the ass of the leader of the coup that got their son killed. Uh, but the other thing was that Officer Fanon said that P the DC Metropolitan D.C. police at the medal ceremony mocked him and called him a disgrace. So a, a former Metropolitan D.C. police officer who was hospitalized after defending the Capitol on January 6th, was heckled by ex-colleagues while attending the Congressional Gold Medal Award Ceremony at the Capitol. The Congressional Gold Medal is the highest award from Congress. It expresses, expresses national appreciation for distinguished achievements and contributions by individuals and or, or an institution, the day was filled with drama as the late Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick's mother, well, and others refused to shake hands with the uh, the two scumbags and uh, who I just mentioned, and Michael Fanone, a former police officer who responded to the riot and later resigned, was jeered when he was recognized. During the riot on January 6th, Fanon was knocked unconscious and suffered other injuries. He wasn't required to be at work that day, but responded to the call for backup. Then, along with other officers, he was attacked by the mob. Fanon was hospitalized for his injuries, including from a stun gun. Unbelievable. And I saw pictures of Michael Fanon in the hospital, and, you know, he looked not too good. Fanon's experience with his former co-workers was shared on Twitter, 
Members of the Metropolitan Police Department Special Operations Division heckled Officer Michael Fanone at the Congressional Gold Medal Ceremony, as uh, reported by Ryan Kelly of the NBC. Fanone's old co-workers called him a disgrace and criticized him because he wasn't a cop anymore. And Fanone told Riley that he said he, they didn't, he didn't belong at the ceremony. Fanone told the Washington Post that he has been criticized since he started speaking out about the right. He told uh, Peter Herman of the Washington Post that he didn't bring his family to the ceremonies where he is honored so as not to sub- subject them to what he knows he will experience. And... Uh, because everywhere he goes now, he's being jeered by these fucking traitors. And I have to say, the reason I'm bringing it up is because will, are these fuckers still on the job? They need to be fired. They need to be weeded out. You know, they're traitors. These are traitors. So why are they protected? I mean, there, there are traitors in law enforcement. We know that, right? I mean, I'm not saying anything out of the ordinary here. There are some FBI who are, uh, sympathetic to the, to the Trump and Z traitor cause. They need to be weeded out of the service. Same thing. Like, you know, in the military, there's not supposed to be, you, you can't be a white supremacist and be in the military. I know that Republicans are probably shocked by that. They, they're probably, it's probably uh, something that Marjorie, perjury trader green should take up as a cause. Cause she's very pro Nazi and feels like the most picked on person or people group of people in the country are nazis the most un the most targeted as political prisoners are traitors right all the traitors are being treated so horribly supposedly by them they need to be weeded out this is a this is a problem so after the exchange was posted publicly, former counter, counterintelligence officer for the FBI, Frank Figluzzi, slammed the other police officers during an MSNBC interview saying, this is a real disgrace. The issue is the culture that still continues at the police department in the District of Columbia. These were true heroes honored for fighting for democracy. If the Special Operations Division don't understand what a hero is and don't understand what it means to fight for democracy, they need to find another job. They can start with the donut shop they hang out at every morning, and they can apply for jobs there. But, yeah, great, you know, words, but are what's going to happen? Is something going to happen to these fucking bastards? Apparently, they mocked Fanon, and they, they slow cop saying, yeah, real fucking hero. Really? Um, that's kind of disturbing uh, to me, I think, because, yeah, real fucking hero. He's a fucking hero. He's a real hero. I'm not surprised that right-wingers 
would be confused about this. I'm trying to find a picture. I saw this picture of him in the hospital. Let's see if I can find it. But, I mean, we don't have to see. It's We've seen. Oh, here. I found it. That's not it. What am I in? Chrome. Here we go. Yeah, there he is. You know. In the hospital. Looking a little worse for the wear. Where were these fucking guys? Unbelievable. But, you know, that this is part of being in this, uh, in, the, in a country where right-wingers have entirely too much power. They have a, they, see, we don't, as we saw, I don't know if you saw, you probably did, how in Germany they just disrupted a right-wing terrorist uh, QAnon cell and that's what we have here, these domestic terrorists, they, they disrupted a QAnon cell that was plotting to overthrow the government. We, so it, it just reminded me that we don't have a corner market on traitors, right? They're everywhere. Right-wingers are everywhere. They're part of the human condition. They, they're the dregs that, that, takes them longer to evolve they eventually i mean not all the time uh, they get they evolve very slowly we always have to deal with them every generation will deal with them you just don't give them power here they have not only have power they have entirely too much power that they don't deserve they didn't earn they only got by cheating and they have, thanks to the, the corporate media and Bill Clinton and Ronald Reagan's um, ending the Fairness Doctrine and the Telecommunications Act, they have entirely too much of a platform for their, for their filth, for their Nazi filth. So um, you just, you don't give them power. Yeah, every any country, yeah, all over the world. Show me a right wing country that is successful. Show me a country where, uh, you know, show me a fascist country that's where people, you know, are happy and productive and modern and contributing to the world. Anybody? Right? That's the thing about uh, progressivism and conservatism in general, because conservatives, it doesn't matter how many times you have to point out the how ineffective, well, their policies, they're effective if you want to concentrate wealth and power at the top. That If that's your ultimate goal, that's your conservative. That's your conservative, right? But if you are delusional and think that conservatism is somehow a path to having a modern democratic republic that works for everyone, show me. Show me where that happens. Certainly not. 
doesn't happen here. It can't. It hasn't happened here. Conservatives, show me a country where uh, that's run in a conservative way uh, and where, you know, everything I'm saying. Where I mean, we, when uh, the greatest generation, right? The, the Republicans love to talk about the greatest generation. The greatest generation were socialists. They lived in a country where we had a 90% top marginal tax rate. They voted for FDR's Socialist New Deal in four landslide elections. They fought fascism. They didn't enable it here at home and embolden it. They didn't, they didn't invite fascists to dinner. And, and, you know, make excuses <laughs> or call to suspend the Constitution. I mean, this is, they didn't, you know, they lived in a, obviously, we uh, had a long way to go. I'm talking mostly about, uh, of course, the white <laughs> working class have benefited from the New Deal, which people who had darker pigment weren't um, privy to many of the aspects of the New Deal. And that was deliberate. Uh, that was because they couldn't sell it otherwise. They couldn't get the Southern Dixiecrats to vote for it if it included everyone. But still, okay, putting that... I mean, putting it aside in a way that says, you know, like now, if that's the problem that Republicans have with our society, that's why they want to drag it down and destroy it. Because the more we get to um, a country, or at least, you know, we take those steps, those baby steps towards a country that works for everyone of all pigments... And all different, all the human condition and all its diversity, they fucking can't handle it. And they'd rather rip the whole thing up. And not, you know, they're not going to start over. They'll just wrap their bullshit around the veneer of legitimacy by giving it a name. You know, just like... Uh, the name this time, what we're talking about, is the independent state legislature theory. This bull fucking shit that has been put, uh, tried. I mean, this is what Republicans do, you know? They wrap their shit in the veneer, or they give it a name, like intelligent design. It's not creationism, it's intelligent design. Like, it's on par with evolution so we must teach about it's um no no uh evolution we could see the uh, the evidence the practical evidence the empirical evidence of evolution all over the world all all in all species and here's the here it is all broken down but no 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 it's uh on par we must consider this other fucking thing called 
it's not creation. It's, it's science because it's called intelligent design. So it's a guy. It's one dude on a cloud, and it's a guy, of course. It's a man. It's got a penis, a giant penis. And it made it, it made everything. See, it's a uh, fantasy, but anyway. And that's what they do. They wrap it in the veneer of legitimacy by giving it a name. Uh, this independent, independent state legislature theory. Uh, and what's the, what else? The, um, oh yeah. Uh, supply side economics. What, when that first was trotted out, Republicans themselves, Bush, uh, Pappy Bush called it voodoo economics. Cause it's bullshit. Voodoo meaning it's, you know, you got some fucking magic you, 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 sh- you need to share put some it's uh, because it's bullshit everybody from the time of uh, of awareness from the time of the the fact that of consciousness understood that an economy runs on supply and demand you know there's no demand fuck your supply so what a rep- well, we can't have that because that makes people too much. They get too much power to the people there. So we got to make the supply. And we're going to make it seem like you just keep making more supply. And by making more supply, doesn't matter if no one has a goddamn dime to their name. It's all going to be great. Because all that supply is going to mean that something will trickle on you. And then you'll be able to buy. You'll be able to be like a, like a, you'll be trickled on. I don't know. Which the whole thing, I mean, as far as trickle down is the entire thing is offensive. Staying. It's not even a, it's not even a glass of water. It's just a trickle. It's not a wave. It's a trickle. Who wants a trickle? A trickle is like, it's not even enough to wet your whistle. Here's a trickle. Beep, beep. I got the whole fucking ocean here, but here, here's a trickle. You fucking flea. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, but this is what they're doing now. And everybody's talking about it on uh, all over. That everybody's talking about it because this is, you know, why that this is what the, this is the plan. This is what Republicans learned from losing this last election. They, and they also know, they know that if they weren't able to gerrymander, they would have lost the house too. There's no doubt. Everybody knows it. They know it. So, they this is what they learned they gotta they gotta pump up they gotta put that the plan to destroy democracy they gotta put that pedal to the metal man it ain't happening fast enough they can't undermine it fast enough they need all they need the full tool boogie effect of conservative bullshit blaring out across all their propaganda channels 
and we will wrap this shit, the, the, the shit sandwich you're shoving down America's throat. We'll put this in the veneer of le- legal legitimacy. That's, leave that up to the corrupt us on the corrupt Supreme Court. Leave that up to the uh, beer bong Brett. Uh, the filthy fascist liars, the perjurers, the, uh, you know, all the ones where, you know, with the mysterious debt disappearing and uh, the handmade lifestyle, uh, who couldn't wait till her predecessor's body was cold or even buried. That bitch couldn't fucking wait. She, cl- she literally climbed over a corpse that was not even in the ground yet. That's what Amy Coney, bitch face, um, you know, handmade in the cult Barrett did when Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch called her up and said, hey, bitch, I mean, uh, Miss Barrett, do you want to be in my coup against the, uh, against the, the, the highest, uh, judiciary, the you know the you know the three branches of government, blah 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 that we learn about. Do you want to be in the coup against? We we got the presidency. Well, that fucked up. I mean, we had the presidency, but we're going to fuck. Well, we have it while we still have it, and people are voting, and uh huh, the dumb uh, RBG. Uh, RGB, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she died. Hey, yay. So you, uh, you great Christian as you are in your handmade capacity, I know you want to fuck the American people royally and destroy them and kill women in back alleys and shit. I know you want to do that. And, uh, you, and I also know as a great Christian, so-called in a cult, uh, you have uh, no honor or integrity, and will willingly you will um, say yes when I call and say, "Hey, uh, you want to be in my coup? Hop in. We're we're doing a coup. Come on!" And yeah, because they have no honor. It's about power. Never mind. I mean, look at who they put up. Amy, oh yeah, Amy Coney Barrett, who uh, was, I mean, on the bench. I mean, these are all, they're all calculated moves. It's not like she's this legal scholar that has such an impressive resume. This is the thing with these Republicans. Now compare her to Katanji Brown-Jackson. Right, who on the opposite end of the spectrum, someone uh, because she's got darker pigment, you, you know, she's got to be a stellar, uh, incredible resume that had more experience and more judicial acumen and uh, everything, you know, than all of the conservatives on the court combined. And that's who she is. You got the, but the Republicans, they got, they just got the, they had to, you know, what happened when um, the con man was proposing the uh, I like beer, justice I like beer, 
Katanji was on, uh, not Katanji, you know, uh, Amy Coney, handmade bitch face Barrett was on the list and they put the kibosh on her because the, they said, we're saving her for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You see, that's how they operate. They, they, uh, they need to be very calculating in there. It's like the same thing with what happened in Georgia. They needed somebody with darker pigment. Oh, shit. Sound like there was an accident that almost happened outside. But no crash. So that's good. So I just heard, I don't know if you heard it, but scared me. I was scared for a minute. But anyway, yeah, so Amy, uh, that's how, that's why I hate them. And, and I wish that the Democrats, if they're listening, please take my advice. And whenever you discuss the Supreme Court, you must start saying illegitimate Supreme Court. And if you discuss Amy Coney, bitch face, resting bitch face, handmade Barrett, you say the illegitimate Amy Coney, bitch face, resting bitch face, Barrett, handmade. <laughs> okay? And, and, and illegitimate beer bong Brett, illegitimate Gorsuch, the illegitimate, all of them. They were all illegitimate. Every single one after that Moscow Mitch shoved onto the court are illegitimate. They have no business being there. That's for sure. So this, so, but this is what the Republicans do. They, they learn from this, especially this election. You know, they, they haven't cooed enough, right? That's what they learned. It's not that they haven't appealed to the right, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. They're going to still target the, the racists, the white racists telling them, you're the one, you're under attack, white man. That's what they, they actually believe that. You're such, you're the, that's, and they've done studies or whatever, polls with these mothers, and they've said, uh, you know, who's the most discriminated against? What group is the most discriminated? And they, you know, the Republicans say white men are the most discriminated against uh, part of society. Isn't that funny? But funny, I mean, wow. Where where do you live? And of course, it's coming from people who, where the fuck do they live? Exactly, they had they live with in a they had a, they don't even live in a fifty mile radius of somebody with darker pigment, and they're like, oh, I'm so discriminated against because I saw it on Fox News. They said I was being replaced. They're replacing me. No one's... Re I mean, that's the other thing that they're, they're, they don't... Oh, God. Replacing. How are you being replaced? I wish. You need to be replaced. That's the thing. I If there's a 
something that will get you replaced, let me in on it. Because you got to be replaced, man. But no, what happens when somebody becomes a a citizen, that's not replacing you. That just means there's somebody else voting. Is Are you being replaced? Oh, it's your, you feel like you're losing power. I get it. Because without your privilege, you will, um, af- what, have to work? We'll all figure out how inadequate you are, but we already know. That's the secret. I wish, you know, if they just accepted it, that we already know how inadequate they are, then it's like, oh, okay, take the Band-Aid off. The worst has happened. And now can we get on with it, with life, in a constitutionally limited democratic republic nation of uh, immigrants? Right? Okay, where was I? Um, I was looking at the Supreme Court And then we're going to do one more story, among other tirades. I got to do some more tirades. That's the other thing I need to do. Okay, conservative court. Here's uh, well. Remember, I used to do the tirades on Progressive Voices. I just haven't had the time to do them. And I don't know if you listen to Progressive Voices. I have to. I need to do them because they need more content on there. Do I have to hear that fucking commercial every day? Your daughter doesn't want to talk about her her new haircut. Your son doesn't want to know why he's wearing Mitch 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 (laughs) Moscow Mitch mismatched socks. Every goddamn break, do we have to hear that? It's because they don't have anything else to play. And then they even sometimes will play the first few chords of it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to hit, you know, mute because I'm sick of it. And then it's like a tease. They they psych you out. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about, or is it your wife doesn't want to talk about why she, her, her bad haircut. <sighs> your son doesn't want to talk about his Mitch mismatched socks. <sighs> Those are the sound effects. But you should talk about what to do in an emergency. Brought to you by... Does anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if you listen to progressive voices, you will know. Okay. Make sure my tirades are profane. Uh, They will be. They will be. They have to be. They always were. I just have, I got to do it. I just, there's so many things I got to do. That's why you got to become a patron or something. Come on, guys. Help me out here. Help a bitch out. Okay. Supreme Court's most concerned. Where is this? Oh, fuck. Oh, brother. I I can't believe what I've done. I hit the wrong button. Okay. Um, let's see. This, this is from Slate. The Supreme Court's most conservative justices got humiliated on Wednesday by Mark Joseph Stern. 
After three hours of oral arguments at the Supreme Court on Wednesday, only one thing is certain. If the justices want to blow up federal elections, they will have nothing to hide behind. Not history, not logic, and certainly not the Constitution. Well, they don't care. That's what that's their job. Their job is to fix the facts around the policy and they'll just come up with some fucking loose, flimsy excuse and all the maggots will eat it up like uh, they're eating Trump's um, farts, which they love to eat. The tree, the three, the tree, the three lawyers defending democracy methodically dismantled the independent state legislature theory from every conceivable conceivable ang- angle debunking each myth misreading and misrepresentation deployed to prop it up they bested the conservative judges justices excuse me who tried to corner them identifying faulty reasoning and bogus history with devastating precision oh it won't matter because they are fixing the facts around the policy. Those of us who've been ringing the alarm over this dangerous theory and who've been disgusted by the campaign to drag it from the far-right fringe all the way to the Supreme Court can take solace that these capable lawyers exposed it as an utter fraud. This idea was at the center of Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election, so it was a relief to hear five justices sound deeply skeptical that it has any basis in the Constitution. Uh Uh-oh. I see what's going on behind me. Tara Jr. Jr. has a a woke. He is woke. Where's he going? Uh Uh-oh. He's coming over. (laughs) Fuck. He's... Oh, shit. He... I think he's coming over. Don't look him in the eye. He's coming what is he doing? Oh, I see you. All right. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Can you hear him? Guess who's back? Banana. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Do do do. Bump bump. Do do do. Bump bump. Do do do. Bump bump. Tara Jr. is back. He is back. He is back from sleeping. Boo, boo, boo. Did you have a nice 15-hour nap? What did you dream of? (laughs) Just stay like that and stop biting. Do not bite my hands. Okay. Though, let's see, let's see, where was I? So if, so this idea was at the center of Trump's, where was I? Efforts to overturn the 2020 election. So it was a relief to hear five justices sound deeply skeptical. Okay, it's far too early to celebrate the demise of the independent state legislature theory since four justices have already endorsed it. But the skepticism it faced at arguments suggests that democracy has a fighting chance. If Wednesday's case, Moore versus Harper, is new to you, prepare to be startled by how ridiculous it is. Right. 
well, this is all they have. The petitioners are Republican leaders of the North Carolina legislature. They are angry that the North Carolina Supreme Court struck down the congressional map that they drew after the 2020 census, which was objectively the uh, an extreme partisan gerrymander. The court found that the map violated various provisions, excuse me, of the North Carolina Constitution, including a guarantee that all elections be free. There was nothing unusual about this decision. It is a bedrock principle of federalism that state courts have final authority over the meaning of state constitutions. Other courts, including the Supreme Courts of Florida and Pennsylvania, have issued similar decisions invalidating congressional districts, and the SCOTUS did not get involved. But North Carolina Republicans decided to use this case to achieve a broader GOP ambition, the revival of a long discredited doctrine known as the independent state legislature theory, or ISLT, I-S-L-T, ISLT. This theory rests on the Constitution's Elections Clause, which says that times, places, and manner of federal elections shall be prescribed in each state by the legislature thereof. It posits that this clause frees the state legislature from restraints imposed by the Constitution when regulating federal elections. So you could just make shit up every... Uh, partisan, uh, uh, you know, wish can come true now. You could just make shit up. You can have, I don't know, uh, if there's no laws uh, and everything is, um, you know, just rammed through by the uh, these fucking freaks. You know, I mean, that's really what it's about. It's uh, anytime, if, uh, if a Republican... If there is a Republican legislature like their dream, there will only ever be a Republican elected in that state because they will so uh, rig the elections in such a partisan fashion that there'll be nothing restraining them. There'll be no legal, there'll be nothing. You can't, you will have no recourse to this. And it is, it's completely laughable and extremely dangerous, but that's why they're, you know, four of them are already in with it. And uh, that's what, because they hate democracy. You understand? That's why they're not, they, they don't bat an eye when their con man standard bearer says, to uh we need to suspend the constitution they they're you know they're in with they're they're on board with this shit so specifically it would prevent the state courts from enforcing restraints when the legislature passes a law that violates uh the constitution the usual checks and balances of the state lawmaking does not apply uh, because the U.S. Constitution gives the power over the manner of these elections exclusively. That's the argument that the Supreme Court considered and rejected in Bush v. Gore. 
a young Bush lawyer named Brett Kavanaugh was especially enamored of it. It's the argument that Trump deployed when he tried to nullify millions of votes in 2020. And it's the argument that Jenny Thomas, wife of Justice Uncle Clarence Thomas, relied upon when lobbying state legislators to appoint alternate electors, otherwise known as fake electors, who would support Trump. And to be fair, it has some superficial appeal. Its proponents like to say legislature means legislature, and that's the end of it. That's because they see that they can't win elections by, and they don't want to win elections by appealing to the voter. They hate the voter. They hate the people. They just want power. And if this means that this will eliminate you know, some barrier to their power, they're all for it. So we'll see what happens there. And there you go. I'm not going to go read the whole thing because I'm looking at the time. And I do want to talk about one more thing. How's everybody doing? Just checking in. <laughs> washing the paw washing the paw Winston on the chat talking about Tara Jr. Jr. look at how cute he is look at him you know what he's looking at he's looking at my hand he's like why isn't this hand petting me right let's see <laughs> He's a good boy. Don't eat the camera, Junior. Come on, just sit. sit. I'm trying to put him in a good position for the camera, but he keeps moving. Okay. <laughs> washing the paw, washing the paw. Bum, bum. Breaking the law. That should be Trump's theme song. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. All right. <laughs> Come on, Junior. You're such a tease. Ah, you keep knocking shit over. People just want to look at your cute night, cute face. Your cute face. Put it in the camera's line of fire. You son of a bitch. Now you're biting me. I don't like that part. <laughs> All right. Let's see. I, I used to love Judas Priest. I mean, I guess I still like them. I went to, I've seen Judas Priest in concert when I was a young and when I was a young rock and roller, breaking the law, breaking the law. Bow, bow. Hey, I had to do it. I had to put him back. All right. One last story for tonight. I don't know. I was thinking about it's and it's, I don't know if you guys saw that Ted Cruz's daughter 
tried you know we think um well she harmed herself and i'm not saying you know ha 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 i'm pointing this out because of the contrast in um just to highlight the difference between republicans and democrats you see um what uh, when i saw this so here we go here let's read the story the other thing is she this is a 14 year old she's obviously you know in angst um she recently came out she's only 14 but she she came out of um she, on tiktok or something as uh bisexual she said she's bisexual so i don't know she's a young person and imagine you're you're uh, you she could be fully gay i don't know i always think that being bi is just one step on the on the train to uh full-blown gay right i was bi for a while because i thought like being half a dyke would be more uh palatable you know what i mean be easier to for others to accept me it was really me of course i had to accept i I didn't know but i grew up in a different time you know that we didn't have any gay straight alliances at school or things like that but anyway if she's bi she's bi good for her and um when was this she came out as bisexual. Let me see. Where was this? I feel bad for her, really. Could you imagine you're gay and you're you're a member of the LGBTQ community and your father is Ted Cruz, a piece of dirt who hates gays who who i don't know what he feels about gays actually i don't know about it if he hates he uses gay people as a political whipping post and and has a long history of attacking the gay community and voting against gay rights gay rights he was one he recently voted against um solidifying uh, same PP marriage, right? Because that's what it's all about. May, well, it's the right, the freedom to form a legal contract with someone of the same PP. Because Republicans are all about freedom, you know. But it depends on your PP. That's uh, the freedom is in direct proportion to wh- whatever pe- what pp you have if you have t- the same pp you will not form a legal contract you will not have the freedom to choose whether you want to uh form a contract that's what it is that's what it is Co- let's see comes out i'm just trying to look when she came out I guess I should have had that ready, but oh well. This is Terror Buster. You gotta become a patron to get more production value over here. 
let's see. It looks like it was uh, in January. Anti-gay Ted Cruz's daughter is bisexual and disagrees with most of his views. One of the daughters of anti-gay LGBTQ U.S. Senator Ted Cruz has come out as bisexual and she said she disagrees with her father's Republican politics. Of course she does, if she has any self-esteem at all. In a viral video shared to TikTok, which has been set to private, Caroline Cruz discussed life as a senator's daughter. A lot of people judge me based upon him at first glance, but I really disagree with most of his views. Cruz revealed the benefits that she and her sister uh, enjoy, such as getting candy and gifts in the mail. We also get to travel, she said. However, she noted that the safety issues she faced with security personnel following her everywhere, like if I want to go on a walk in the neighborhood or to my friend's house or something, I have to have two security guards behind me the entire time. Cruz also claimed that her outfit in the family's latest Christmas card was edited by her father's media team. Cruz said she wore a crop top, but the final photo was her in a knit shirt. Fucking bastards. They changed her shirt. This literally, they literally made my shirt longer, she said. After people identified her as the daughter of Ted Cruz, social media users started screenshotting Caroline Cruz's profile, which noted her pronouns as she and her, as well as by. When someone asked her about her sexuality, Cruz suggested that her famously anti-gay father would support her. I haven't told him yet. I'm kind of nervous, to, to be honest, she said, but I don't think he would be mad. Poor thing. Shortly after her account went viral, amassing more than 17,000 followers and 51,000 likes, she set her, her account to private. Ted Cruz has repeatedly attacked gay rights and LGBTQ people during his time in Congress. In a speech last year at the conservative political conference CPAC, he ranted about gay men friends French kissing because what he wasn't in on it or something. You see what I'm saying? Like they got nothing guys. They got fucking nothing. Where's your plan for inflation? All they got is make, uh, everybody crazy and turn them against each other. Who ranting about French gay men, Oh, oh, no, 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 not French gay men. Gay men, French kissing, and trans women, of course. What a disgusting bunch of fucking people, really, you know? At least they do us one favor by all amassing in one filthy party so we can point them out and say, what the hell? Yeah, what did he say? A 17-minute long speech. He mocked safety protocols for the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, because, you know, a million dead is just not enough. 
and because uh, they like that's the other thing republicans aren't happy unless they're making americans prematurely dead they like that they get very excited about it and what else he said he expressed skeptic skepticism about uh shutdowns imposed by larger states like new york and california Expressing a skepticism about actions taken to shut down public park or, or limit numbers of people allowed to attend religious services. Jesus Christ. You can, oh, so he said, we see Bill de Blasio in New York sending people to shut down parks and throw young Orthodox Jews out of the park because, God forbid, children have fun. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, that's why. Someone's having fun. Th that's you, honey. That's you. You send people to, uh, to bars with assault weapons when they're having fun, Ted. And then he says, you can French kiss the guy next to you yelling, abolish the police, and no one will get infected. But if you go to church and say, amazing grace, everyone will die. I hate them. I hate them. <sighs> oh my God. You see what I'm saying? Is there anything... Do they bring anything to the table? Is there anything that a Ted Cruz has done? All right, let me. How, how am I saying this? Is this phrase correctly? Has Ted Cruz ever done a thing for this country? Has he? What has he contributed to America? You know what I, he's done. He's certainly feathered his own nest. But has he offered a fucking thing to this society? Has he contributed? You know, don't worry. That's what. That's the thing. With the, that's the Republican way. Don't ever, ever expect a Republican to add value or anything to society. They never add to society. All they do is is add this shit. They just pour poison into society. They, they pour, they poison, they poison the people. They poison everything. They don't add, they take away. They suck as much as they can and fatten themselves up like a bunch of parasites while spewing poison into people's ears and into the, into the society at large. Forget coming together in a crisis they wouldn't do a fucking thing. They wouldn't pull a hair to to save one life in this country. They couldn't even put a piece of cloth on their stupid faces for a minute. While a million dead, a million people will grieve, will we'll spend another holiday without somebody because of these motherfuckers. Oh, and there you can't go to church and say amazing. What do you want to say? What, you know, go say amazing grace in your closet, Ted. You know, like your Jesus, like the Jesus you pretend 
to worship told you. I don't understand how these people pretend to worship Jesus, but they never take his direction. How can you say you're a Christian when you do the exact opposite of what the Jesus you pretend to worship told you to do? I don't see any of them doing what Jesus fucking told them to do. Even in the smallest of terms. Okay, yeah, you know, you're a greedy little fuck. You will not give up your your earthly goods, your earthly rewards, and go follow your Savior. I guess you don't really believe in him. You can't, uh, you're too weak. You can't do it. But at least, the least you could do is pray in your closet. How hard is that? That's what he told you to do. Don't pray in the middle of the street, in the square where everybody could see you, because that's, you're doing it for show. Pray in your closet, I tell you, you know. And then let's see your works. Let's see Jesus in action, in your works, right? Oh, the only religious obligation, that's a holy obligation to Republicans, is gay bashing. Gay bashing is that, that is the sacrament. All right. Just trying to get back up. I was trying to block him from coming up. And I, he was crying about it. He's like, Meh, let me up there. I gotta, I need to bite your hand. Will you purr for the people, please? <laughs> yes, I agree, a hundred percent. Is let me see, Junior. Look over here. Look here. Is Ted Cruz um, a Christian? What do you think? No, I agree. He is not. He is not. He is not. So, yeah, so it has to be, you can French guy, you can French guy, you can French kiss the guy next to you yelling, abolish the, it's like, what, what, like every, uh, what is this, the Mad Libs speech? Uh, you can French kiss the guy next to you yelling, abolish the police while, uh, you know, I mean, put, put in all of the, the buzzwords. Republicans. But if you so go to church. Yeah, everyone's going to die. Not not everyone, honey. Just a million. Just over a million. Just being the most abhorrent, disgraceful number of all developed nations. So, okay. Uh, but that, that's fine with Republicans. They like being the, the most in all the worst policies, right? They, that's, America's not number one in, in anything that's worthy, right? We're not num- number one in life expectancy. We're number one in, uh, in the declining life expectancy, 
we're not number one in, well, we're number one in the uniquely American medical bankruptcies, and we're number one in all kinds of horrible uh, things you don't want to be number one in. We're not, you're certainly not number one in decency. We're number one in uh, coups. Not many democratic countries around the world are in the midst of a coup, but that, yes, we're number one. We're number one in massacres. Yeah. Number one in school mass. Number one in allowing kids to uh, be massacred while in, uh, you know, second grade class where they have to be identified through DNA. They can't even be identified. You understand that they can't even be identified through dental records because they've been so uh, so mutilated by, uh, by things that Republicans love, hate, uh, and uh, they also love uh, everyone having an assault weapon. They certainly don't love Jesus. I wonder what Jesus would say about that. But, heh, you know. It's, this is all for the dupes. I don't know. I really don't get how these people who call themselves Christian aren't insulted by Republicans, by the fact that they adopt, they, that they so use them as dupes that they claim to be Christian while being the, the, the antichrist. Oh my God. You know, in 2020, the New York times reported that 60% of women named Karen voted for Joe Biden. (laughs) What the fuck? This is what they say. You understand? This is who they are. Give me an example of a Democrat giving a speech like this. They don't. They're not up to, you know, 20% of uh, Republicans like to lick their own balls. <laughs> but they don't. They, they can. They'd rather lick Trump's balls. But um bump yeah they got nothing no because democrats are out there you know what we're going to uh make insulin 35 dollars for all and you know what republicans say no we're not you're gonna make it for none how about you make it for none and then they're like oh fuck well i guess we'll just make it for the ones we can make it for and then the Republicans are like, fuck, they did something. Well, guess what? There's a bunch of gay guys over here and there's trans people. And now somebody's having a drag show. And here's some, here's some weapons. And, um, you know, 60% of people named Karen are voting for Democrats. So that means you're not a Karen, are you? the fuck is this do they ever have a policy anyway that was part of his speech well we were talking about his daughter so 
So let's see. Oh, and he, here it is. Uh, this is when she came out. Shortly after her account went viral, then she she made her profile private. Ted Cruz has repeatedly attacked LGBTQ rights and people during his time in Congress. You know, the French, uh, the gay men, French kissing and transgender women. You know, that's their new um, targets. He New slash old, same old, same old. He also attacked, oh, he's in a, yeah, the U.S. Army, claiming, because yeah, they're so anti-American, they hate America. Everything about America sucks, you see. Um, they love Russia. They love Russia. They think it's, they want to masturbate to, uh, right, in, right into Putin's face. They love him. They love propaganda, where men are looking like all pumped up. Right. The reality is a bit different, of course, yeah, but they buy, they, they're so easily swayed by, by fantasies and bullshit. It's like the fantasy, like how Trump is a successful bil- billionaire or successful anything. He's, he's a successful businessman. That's another fantasy. They're so taken by, so, uh, they are enamored of shiny objects. Claiming that the woke media was trying to turn the military into pansies. Because, you know, he what the fuck does he know about the military? These people haven't served a day in their life. They use the military like they use eagles and stars, right? They put red, white, and blue shit on, and they they say USA. You, it's the same thing. They use the military they, as cartoons, like a cartoonish fucking bunch of pawns to take a picture in front of, and then discard. They don't vote for for veterans benefits oh yeah they don't they stand in the way when veterans come home with traumatic brain injuries or they're sick because they were stationed next to these burn pits they've they you know ted cruz gives a fucking fist bump when he votes against that well he hates the military he hates america pansies oh my god Meanwhile, we know Ted Cruz, what does he do in a crisis? He packs where? He's not packing for uh, to come to help his constituents. He's like, honey, I'm not going to be home for days. I'm out there helping the community. He's packing to go to a fucking resort in Cancun. Yeah. Because he's, he's not a pansy, right? That's not what pansies do. That's what real men do. They don't fuck off to Cancun, right? Oh, that's what real men do. They go to Cancun and let the other, let the actual real men face up to the responsibilities of the, the chaos and the problems they create. Okay. 
During his failed campaign for the president in 2016, Cruz attempted to deflect criticism about his own homophobia, saying, ISIS is executing homosexuals. You want to talk about gay rights? Yeah. You want to talk about gay rights here because they're fucking getting killed by ISIS? Oh, well, oh, that's, those are the choices. We're either being executed by ISIS or you're what? You're, you're like Harvey Milk now, Ted Cruz, because you're not calling for the execution of gays? Well, some of your Republican co-conspirators are. We know that for a fact. I'm sure if I Google it right now, it's, it's ringing a bell. Let's say Republican calls for execution <laughs> of gays. Let's see what comes up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. I knew it. Here we go. August 2022. GOP candidate says it is totally just to kill gay people. Republican candidate running for a seat in Oklahoma's state house said it is just it is totally just to kill gay people. Scott Esk is running to represent Oklahoma's 87th 80, uh, House District, which includes parts of Oklahoma City. Yes, yes. He is set to face whatever, whatever. Well, anyway, whatever. The comments resurfaced last year in a Facebook comment thread. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just one. There's others. Here we go. This is not all, all this is all new shit, too. GOP candidate, where is it? Uh, Texas GOP's new platform calls gay people abnormal and rejects trans identities, of course. GOP lawmaker Mike Hill is slammed for joking about killing gays. I mean, there's a whole, it's a laundry list. Um, yeah. GOP, let's see. He said, gay people are worthy of death. Yeah, there you go. So this is what we're dealing with. So where was I? During, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. During his failed presidential campaign, Court Cruz courted several anti-LGBTQ religious leaders and even met with Kim Davis. Remember her? The Kentucky clerk who went to jail for contempt of court after refusing to issue marriages, marriage licenses to same-sex couples to cement his image as a conservative culture warrior. Against, you know, you gotta be against your fellow Americans, if you're a Republican, because you hate America. You want America to, to die, just like the millions who died of COVID. He appeared along with several other prospective presidential candidates at the National Religious Liberties Conference, an event organized by far-right pastor Kevin Swanson, who defended the existence of laws imposing capital punishment for homosexual relations. And that's somebody that really wants to be uh, 
held by a big strong man. There's no doubt. If that's really if you if that that's your thing, you're you're in the closet. And we got the science to back it up. If you would only get help, then mm, the world would be a better place, but then you wouldn't be a Republican. Cruz also previously decried Obama. The Obama administration's guidance advising schools to respect the gender identity of transgender students. In 2015, in two separate interviews, Cruz invoked bathroom panic or the idea that transgender people pose a threat to women and children in restrooms. And it's always, you're under attack. And do you know who gets attacked in restrooms? Trans people. They're the ones being attacked, these motherfuckers. And not the other way around. But that's what they do. It, from every fascist throughout history, that's what they do. They lie. They spread hate against a targeted group. And they don't give a shit who dies, who gets hurt, who, who suffers. They never bring a thing to the table. They just take and take and take, and they manipulate the easily led, the ones who are already filled with hate. They don't encourage them like their savior, like the, peop the person they, they say they worship as a savior. They don't follow the savior's advice and help anybody understand anybody you know try to love them they attack they want other people attacking other people this is this is like that's i mean it's uh that's their thing if you're attacking others if you're attacking trans people you're not attacking them at the top while they're up there like little fucking demons you know, like on the, the gremlins, like, hee -hee -hee, like stuff in their pockets in the halls of power. <laughs> Little fucking demons. That's what they remind me of. Because you're too busy uh, beating up or attacking someone in a bathroom. Like that bitch. Oh, my God. Did we talk about this on the show? There was some bitch. And you talk about a Karen. That's who they are. A Karen is a state of being. It's not a person's name. I know plenty of normal Karens. It's an insult. And they're not Republicans. They're normal. But that bitch that attacked a girl, a, a cis girl, in the bathroom because she thought it, that this cis girl was trans. Because she had a short haircut. Can you believe that shit? She, they were in a casino or something. And the bitch was like, hey, find your own bathroom. We, uh, call security. Bitch. Bitch. That's a, that is a dirtbag with nothing better to do. Ruining. Just ruining. You know, you go to a casino. What are you doing? You want to have some fun? And then you gotta in you gotta fucking 
come into the path of this bitch, this dumb bitch, who is on the pee-pee patrol in the bathroom, ruining everyone's time? Call security. There's someone with a short haircut in the bathroom. Um, God damn you. Oh, but yeah, you're under attack, lady, right? Oh, I hate them. I hate them. Oh, my God. Well, let's see what else. Cruz invoked the bathroom panic or idea that trans people pose a threat to women and children in restrooms, of course, while ranting about the Department of Education ruling that found that an Illinois school district discriminated against a transgender girl by, by barring her from the locker room. Yeah, because... You know, that's what that's what uh, Republicans do, too. They want that little girl to kill herself. So that's a successful day for her, for them. Yeah, if there's a trans child who needs love and understanding and they're met with Republican ignorance and hate. Right? They're living in a society filled with Republican ignorance and hate. And all it takes is a little love and understanding. And everybody can go about their fucking day. But not these Republicans. Look, these guys are so nutty that the federal government is going after school districts, trying to force them to let boys shower with little girls. No one is doing that, you dumb, horrible person, Cruz. Because it's, it's not a boy showering with the girl. You, you pee-pee, twisted, cretin. Ted Cruz told YouTuber and conservative activist Steven Crowder, another, well, that's what he told him, another uh, upstanding fascist. Now listen, he said, I'm the father of two daughters. God help them. And the idea that the federal government is coming in and saying that boys with all the God-given equipment of boys, oh yeah, we know what you're thinking, Cruzy. You want to see Hunter Biden's pee-pee? Give it with all the equipment of boys can be in the shower room with girls? This is lunacy. Oh my God. Will you evolve? Or, would these fuckers just shut up? Ever? Do they ever shut their ignorant holes? That's another question I have. I know there's a lot of questions coming. Anyway, just as, that's just the background of Ted Cruz's bisexual 14-year-old da daughter who... Um, tried to harm herself, which I feel bad for. And I'm not, you know, this the reason I'm bringing it up. And I want to say thank you, Roy, for your super chat. Thank you so much for keeping the show going and growing. I can't do without you. I mean it. But, okay, so when I, when I heard that Ted Cruz's daughter was taken to the hospital for, self-inflicting for, for self-inflicted 
harm or whatever she did. I think she uh, cut her wrist or something, which is horrible. Um, but I've, I had to ponder if this were the daughter of a Democrat, what would the reaction be? How long would it be for until Republicans started with the jokes, right? Or the, um, the cons- oh, get the fuck out of here, Tara Jr. Jr. You're bothering me. He's fucking biting my hands. Uh, I love him, but I can't with the biting of the hands when I'm trying to work over him. And then he's, he's all pissed off. He'll be a, he'll get over it. But um but how long would it take for the Republicans to to with the jokes and the conspiracy theories and maybe maybe she didn't slice her own you know, she didn't harm herself. Maybe Ted Cruz harmed her and then tried to cover it up because he was in the middle of trying to, you know, whatever it might be. It was some pedophile ring. He was trying to recruit her for the Republican pedophile ring and the pizzeria basement that doesn't have a basement or of the pizzeria. Right? How long would it be? Or the, the conspiracy theories... Or the Halloween costumes. How long would it be until we saw Twitter posts from, let's say, Hunter Biden, right? Like we saw from Donald Trump fucking Jr., Traitor Tot, when he posted his Halloween costume was Paul Pelosi, right? It was a hammer and underwear. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. The guy's still in the hospital with a cracked skull. But ha ha, and you know who else laughed and laughed about all of the conspiracy and spread conspiracy theories about Paul Pelosi's attack? Ted Cruz. He spread, he said, let's see, Ted Cruz is facing backlash on social media after retweeting a conspiracy theory about the recent attack on U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. On Monday, the senator retweeted a series of social media posts by right-wing political commentator Matt Walsh. You know him? What is a woman? The fucking trans... Phobe, pro- most likely closet case, self-loathing scum, P- P.O.S. Ugh. That cast doubt about the San Francisco Police Department's report on the attack. He retweets this. I don't know what the hell happened at Nancy Pelosi's house, and I suspect none of us will never know for sure. Yeah, because it's uh, they must be lying. But you're lying. Yeah, it's your lies that got the the that man attacked. It's your lies that sent that fucking nut job to someone's house with a with a hammer, with the intent to kill the speaker of the house. Scum, 
But I do know that trying to paint a hippie nudist from Berkeley as some kind of militant right-winger is absurd and will always be absurd when that's not who this person was. Of course, it doesn't matter. But Ted, and, they, and he tags it with, this is him retweeting these Matt Walsh. He tags it, truth meaning lie. He also posted a screenshot of the Twitter thread and in which the commentator claimed that the attack on Pelosi's husband was nothing more than a typical San Francisco crime story. Jesus Christ, trying to turn this San Francisco crime story into an indictment of Republicans is what is implausible and ridiculous. Paul Pelosi's attacker, David DePap, had posted alt-right memes and conspiracy theories about COVID-19 vaccines, the 2020 election, and the January 6th insurrection on his social media platforms, which all are regurgitating the same old vomit from the Republican lie holes. Cruz's apparent endorsement of Walsh's conspiracy yarn stands in contrast to the senator's statement on Friday following the, uh, the attack. At the time, he called the incident horrific. But you can't do that if you're a Republican. You, it's like going to the the capitol ceremony that uh, giving out the the congressional medal to the january 6th police who yeah who stood up to the violent trump mob and then going and and before and after and every every other day in between kissing donald trump's ass and also spreading lies and saying that the January 6th traitors are actually being, uh, you know, they're political prisoners and they're being so mistreated. And we're going to investigate the investigation of January 6th. Wait, stay tuned for that clown show. It's coming. Oh, God. Twitter users pointed out Ted Cruz's hypocrisy. Some blasted the senator for playing his alleged part in egging the violence. Of course. That's what he does. See, they they are the domestic terrorists. They're domestic terrorists, but the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. <sighs> anyway, so the, you know, it's not really whatever the the story that um the way i'm discussing it frankly is just it's not about her, this poor young person um trying to harm herself poor thing is ted cruz's daughter what the hell could you imagine but it is the republican hypocrisy and the other thing is, wait, hold on. You know what happened. Uh, I thought I had this article. Because uh, the Democrats were supportive of Ted Cruz, let's say. Nobody, there was no 
There were no Democrats tweeting conspiracy theories or Halloween costumes or jokes. So, but that's what you expect. Now, if one did, what do you think would happen? Right? I mean, of course, the Republican outrage machine would fucking go into full effect. Because it's okay if you, if a Republican does it. That's, that's really the truth. They got nothing to say about themselves when they, right? But of course, Democrats didn't do this. None of them did. And if there were any outliers that were like, hey, here's my Ted Cruz daughter Halloween costume. Ha ha with a knife and uh and whatever right i mean that's well, that's what the de- that's what the republicans would do and if that happened the democrats would all condemn it that person would be drummed out of the democratic party there is no doubt so i don't know I can't take them. Mm-mm-mm. I just can't take them. Anybody? Can you take them? All right. It's time. I can't believe the time. This went by fast. But we will win you know what we're gonna have a show on friday so i want to thank everybody for your super chats jim and stephanie and ed and richard and diffuse og and roy i want to thank everybody for hanging out the last three hours (laughs) look at tara jr he's back to sleep see sleeping like a baby like a baby that he is baby and uh yeah we'll be back on friday at our 8 30 p.m oh yes errol look at you folks let's not forget tara's birthday is in three weeks i can't believe you you remembered that my birthday is the 27th of december and i think we're gonna have a show that night i think so i mean i'm not doing anything so fuck it let's have a show My birthday sucks. So let's have a show. Thank you, Robin. What the hell, man? I appreciate it. Thank you for your super chat and that very cute emoji. And thank you, Roy. I see your emoji fist bump right back at you. I know my birthday is December 27th. So it kind of sucks. And yeah, why not? I think we will have a show that night. It's a Tuesday, I believe, this year. Whoopie doopy. Whoopie doopy. Whoopie. So, uh, yeah. Let's become, uh, do something on my birthday. Let's get together. Why not? And in the meantime, your birthday's on the 12th, Pookies. Nice. Happy birthday. It's right around the corner. 
Happy birthday. Two pookies. Happy birthday. Where's Ray? Ray Ray, come here, honey. Come here, Boo Boo. Such a bastard. Ray Ray. Francis, come here, Frankie. Frank. Honey. Ooh. We got a special guest star. Francis. Francis is here. Happy birthday, Pookies. Happy birthday, Pookies. <laughs> he wants to smell my mouth. See, it's me. Happy birthday to Pookies. Happy birthday, Pookies. All right, I'll put you down. He wants to be put down. I mean, on the floor. All right. Guys, guys, guys. Remember, we'll be back here on Friday. If you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Also, support our sponsors, APS Radio News. And remember, we will win. That's right. Because, guess what? We're on the right side of history. We are. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. Remember, my name is Tara Devlin. Guys, 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 guys. I'll see you on Friday night.